0: Fans and welcome to episode 16 of the DNVR Raptors podcast. I'm Colton Strickler. I'm really excited about the show we have for you guys today. I had a really inver- interesting conversation with Colorado Raptors prop Zachariah Tawalafo. Hope I'm saying that right, Zach. I'm sorry if I'm not. <clears throat> I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the round three loss to the NOLA Gold on Saturday afternoon. Because we haven't we haven't done that yet, so I'll jump into that right now. So it was a tough loss for the Raptors, who now sit at zero and three through the first three weeks of the season. They fell to the Gold on Saturday evening, twenty-seven to twenty. If you hadn't uh, seen that yet, so uh, the Raptors had plenty of chances to win Saturday's match. I watched a match a few times now, and I can think. You can really boil down the loss to a slow start and a few lapses on defense where points just kind of came in bunches, which has been a problem for the Raptors through the first three weeks so far. A slow start's really kind of plagued them throughout the season uh, through these first three weeks. And um, if you look back against Houston, they were down early. Um, same with San Diego. That's probably the match they started the quickest in. But they're still down 3 nothing pretty early. And Mason Emerson got a try down the corner. Uh, I thought it should have been a penalty try. but. Um, the ref didn't think so. So they missed the conversion. We're only up two points. And then kind of moving into the other problem that I mentioned, just the that the, the points have come in bunches when the other team has scored. They've done it um, in a hurry, and they've done it really grouped tightly together, if that makes sense. Uh, same thing with the goal this last And if you look at that. Um, if you listen to the show I did with uh, Colorado Raptors director of rugby, Mark Bullock, on Tuesday, you'll, you'll remember him saying that they just started slow in that one, too. And they, they found themselves down 14 points in the first nine minutes of the match. So um, a slow start. And when the points do come, they come in in spurts against them, which is not good. Uh, and that's kind of really been what's been losing them these these first three games, I think. Um, because, I mean, the Raptors probably played their best game of the season on Saturday. They had a chance to tie it right there at the end. So unfortunately, called back on a, on a forward pass call. Um, but Chad London squirted through the defense and, and dotted the ball down right between the post. i like to think that uh, Tomas Quinlan would have made that conversion. He was perfect on the day kicking, so it was a, t- it was a tough uh, loss. It's tough to only escape that one with one point um, in the table standings, but that's kind of what happened. Um, but, but I think you can see it coming together for the team a little bit. Uh, going back to the match a little, Nola Gold like I mentioned before, scored 14 of their points in the first nine minutes of the match. And while the Raptors finished strong, it's just too little, too late. They're in too deep of a hole. Um, and they really weren't going into half either, only down by one point, if you recall. And then in the second half, uh, Nola attacked Nola on the points again until the Raptors got warm, got settled in again, and, and then were able to close the gap a little bit. So you can see it kind of coming together, still not where they want to be. Um, Like I mentioned before, it's tough to only come away from that with one point in the standings, but they did get a one point for trying to look at bright sides here, so they they did get one point. Um, The West, if you've been paying attention, the East has been killing it, they've got a lot of points in the table, Um, the West not so much. Uh, The Utah Warriors, the Raptors' next opponent, they sit in second place in the West with seven points in the table, so a big win this weekend, Uh, could put the Raptors right back in the mix of things, but... I mean, they got to get that first one off their back. So going back to the gold match, um, fullback Carl Mayer went crazy. He had nine carries for 118 meters and two try, uh, two tries. excuse me. So I mean, with his work in the kicking game, he finished as a leading scorer in the match. I think he had 17 points. So um, when somebody's scoring 17 points, that's tough. That's uh, I mean, that's like, kind of what I mentioned. The points have come in bunches, and, and that's a perfect example of that. It's kind of like Sam Windsor in the first match. I think he finished with 12 points. So, And that, I mean, that can be boiled down to the slow start, just some lapses on defense, and then really untimely penalties if we had to pick a third thing. Um, the Raptors, I think Mark Bulk talked about that too on Tuesday. The Raptors have been committing penalties just in bad areas of the field. Um, and those have been coming back to bite them. So um, for the Raptors, some of the top performers, John Ryberg led the team in carries and meters gained. He finished with eight carries for 101 meters gained in a try. Um, that was his second try of the season. Luke White, the captain, he led the match in tackles with 12, and then another guy I thought played really well. I talked about him already. He was inside, or I think he's playing outside center this time. Anyway, it's one of the Chad London playing center. He played a good game. Um, obviously, he was on the on the other end of that forward pass call that would have helped tied up the match, but. He finished with four carries for 51 meters, and he made all six tackles, he's, tackles he attempted. So I thought Chad played really well. I thought he'd been playing well so far this season. So um, I know one thing we've been talking about through the first two weeks have been the scrums. I thought the scrum looks, scrums looked better in this match. Um, if you looked closely kind of at the end of the game, the scrums really were what kept them kept them in it down the stretch. Um, it was a lot of, uh, yeah, they were scrumming good. They Uh, New Orleans uh, conceded a few penalties in the scrum down towards the end of the match, and that's when you know you're doing some good work in the scrum. So it's good to see that. I think um, this was also the first match. The Raptors didn't get a yellow card, which is good, played at full strength. Nola went down a man when Holden Younger um, deliberately tried to stop Carlo Denison from uh, quick tapping at the end of the game. So Nola played down a man, and, and the Raptors capitalized on that when Ryberg got his try there towards the end. So... Um, just kind of kind of proof that if they can keep it together they can run what they're trying to run um, they can they can be a good team I think we're starting to see that we're starting to see it come together so but obviously all that's kind of for nothing unless you start seeing the results you want to see and I think those are on the way so um, we'll see if they can get the first one off their back this weekend um, like I mentioned they have a big chance warriors coming to town a lot of Big chance to make up some some serious ground in the table, so we'll see we'll see what this weekend brings. I'm excited for it. Should be a beautiful day. I think it's looking like 60 degrees on Saturday, so good chance to come out catch some rugby late February on Leap Day. I think the Raptors are doing some a lot of 80s theme stuff, so if you do make it out to the match, make sure you wear your your 80s clothes and should be a good time. Should be if anything, will be exciting match, fun day at the park, which is what happening in Sonola. It's a good match. Nice day watching some rugby. Um, I'll get more into that on the next show, and I'll break down a little bit of what to expect from the Warriors match, Uh, what they've done this season, the history between the two clubs over the last three years. So I'll have more on the match tomorrow. Um, Make sure you keep it locked, listen into that. I also have a preview out, as I've been doing every week, on the DNVR.com for those interested in the written word. Um, Yeah, so you can catch it there. You can listen here. I'll keep you in the loop on what to expect for the match this weekend. So... Now let's move into my conversation with Zach. Zach's in his first season with the Raptors, and as you'll hear him talk about, he's played a ton of rugby. Um, he's played in the Premiership, Mitre 10 Cup, top 14 in France. He's played in two World Cups with Manu Samoa. So he, he's a really experienced player, a really nice guy, great guy. I really enjoyed my conversation with him, and I hope you do as well. So with that introduction, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Colorado Raptors prop, Zachariah Taulafo. All right, now we welcome on to the show Colorado Raptors front rower, Sakariya Talafo. Was that all right, Zach? Is that how you say it Yeah, time? that's, a cool, that's <laughs> okay. A cool, thank you. Cool. Um, so I guess we'll just jump right in. Zach, can you yeah. tell us a little bit about where you're from?
1: Um, I was born and bred in uh, Asau, Savaii Island. Uh, well, far away from here. Yeah. Samoa. Um, grew up there, 14 years old. I moved to Abia, okay. which is where they in Upolu Island, would up be the capital, uh, my my father's village uh, where I stay, where we stay, um, is Malie, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, and that's where I uh, pretty much fell in love with with rugby yeah. growing up, and uh, and because of my two older brothers was also play more rugby and representing more in the school uh-huh. school level and. The way it could go on to yeah. you know, become a man samo, Samoa, but uh, they decided to in different life of their career and right. yeah. Cool.
0: yeah. So you you've been playing forever then, like ever since you you could walk, you had a ball in your hand or how's that?
1: Yeah, like- definitely. I mean, growing up in Samoa, you know, right. all we know is rugby. Yeah. Uh, of course, there was a lot of other sports, but rugby is it's just the easy way for us to uh-huh. to get amongst the, you know, bef- back then we don't have cell phones, we don't right. have, you know, games and stuff like that. We we just enjoy each other's uh, company around the village, yeah. uh, pick up the coconut or pick up a bottle <laughs> or something like that. We pretend you it's and a rugby toss ball. It around, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, it's just uh, before we actually know the rules and things yeah. like that. But we just like playing around and tackling. And even though it was, was a tough, but we all laugh. It's like a joke. But yeah. uh, it's just the enjoyment. And, yeah, now it's so cool. Yeah, for real. Mm. So I know you mentioned
0: you said there's other sports. Did you play any other sports? Have you always been strictly rugby guy?
1: Um, pretty much uh, volleyball because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we, we don't... Play like professional how you watch on the TV, yeah. but we always it's just like rugby how we pick up us anything and pretend it's a rugby ball. So yeah. volleyball, you know, we we don't have money to buy net or proper stuff right. like that. But we just found a long stick and then do each other hold the stick and yeah, the other boys <laughs> play and <laughs> yeah. yeah, play the the volleyball around and then just have fun. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. it. Yeah, so.
0: Um, you played quite a bit of rugby. I feel like that's quite a little bit of an understatement, to be completely honest. Whether it be premiership, Tasman Makos, top 14, two World Cups. Like, there's yeah. a lot of rugby in your background. Is there one or a couple memories of your yeah. favorite – you have a favorite memory from playing rugby that sticks out to you?
1: I think for me, is uh, as you say, you know, it's, it's thinking back now and look back uh, – where I always started from. It's just like, yeah. It's it's just like you no, know, it's, it's it's still pinching myself. You know, it's like, wow, yeah. it's been a long, long journey, and it's still going. But uh I think the big memory there for me is my first ever test for the Manusamo. Yeah. Uh and there was a special stadium as well in Wales. Uh uh-huh. am Stadium and oh it was it was emotional but yeah. it was it was an enjoyable moment as well and it's just yeah. something that uh it, it brings back s- to my mind everything you know as a, as a young kid you grow up you know s- thinking back when you listen in the radio and you know we don't we don't have a tv in the village back then but yeah. it's like we watched the, the game on the tv if we listen to the radio right. about the Manusama time more back then and and you have that that wish and that dream in your in, right. your in your mind and and finally made it it was wow it was it was a it was a privilege and honor yeah. yeah. I want to ask you about that
0: too, because I read in your broadcast sheet that yeah. you said that you'd never go back to Samoa unless you made the Manu Samoas. Yeah. Correct?
1: Okay. So um, after my school in Samoa, yeah. uh, 2001, and then um, I was blessed enough to select in uh, under 19 and under 18 for Samoa schoolboys yeah. uh, the same year. And then when we got back, uh, the coach told me, oh, uh, Nelson boys college from Nelson New Zealand uh-huh. they actually wanted you to as a prop
0: Yeah.
1: and uh the funny thing though it was like I was talking with my parents and my sibling we don't even know where Nelson is right because <laughs> even though we have family in New Zealand all all I heard is Auckland Christchurch or Wellington right you know because Nelson is a small city uh uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so we, we got this all this book uh, and, uh, and the letter and, and stuff sent it from the school for me to read and and see how how the community now and my parents didn't really want me to go yeah. because uh, to be honest back then my English was really bad as well
0: yeah
1: and uh, I was I was pretty much the only kid that even though I have my younger sisters because yeah. my two older brothers they were moving on with uh-huh. life but so for me it's dependent on me everything around the house yeah so it's quite funny that uh, i always talk about this it's like i was a boy a girl a mom and a dad <laughs> so i do everything yeah wear so many after, hats. yeah so after school i came back i do prepare everything around the house make sure it's tidy um you know we don't have oven back then so uh-huh. you know if you I don't know if you, so we make the fire to to cook stuff to on eat, it yeah. so so that's my job yeah and then uh yeah I prob- probably rest around 9 p.m and night and then sleep get yeah, ready for the next again, day yeah Bro, man, so it was it world. was a very very different world and so to my two younger sister was too young to do all that right so my parents they weren't so keen for me to move on because they look you know they 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 thought that, oh, there's no one, we're gonna depend on it. I mean, my two sisters, they were too young. Right. Um, my father had to, to do his work as well. My mom do his, her work and, you know, everything around the house that for me to do after school or school holidays, right. there would be no one gonna do that. So, but my one of my older brother, decided no i did they would advise them none, no, i let him go uh, and i think they can see me i actually wants to go right um despite all the english is not so good or for me i never um, live in new zealand right. uh, i never know nelson where nelson is so i went and uh i was so blessed that it went well yeah so one of my older brother was living in wellington okay uh, so i told him that look, I would never go back to Samoa uh-huh. unless I made the money to Samoa. Yeah. So he was shocked. He was like, whoa, yeah. you know, I was 18 years old at the time. I think he couldn't believe that I fought like that. Yeah. And uh, and for me, it's just something because it always is back in my mind. When I start making it through those age uh, representative team back home, Yeah, it's straight away in my mind, I was like, I should make it, I should make it. but. I never was, I never had a plan or someone that, you know, intelligent enough to, oh, I should do this to make this. I, right. just, I just live day by day and yeah. work hard and training. And I, I enjoy playing and training. Yeah. So, yeah. So it took me nine years pretty much yes. to, to fulfill that dream. But I was blessed in 2009, my last year with Tasman. Uh-huh. So I made it through the Manusar Moa tour. To in November yeah. through where, where I played my first game in um, in Wales oh. we went to France and then Italy unfortunately after that and uh, another opportunity came along my agent said look wasp looking for yeah. a medical yoga if you want to join so I flew straight to England after the Italy game had a talk with them told me about looking at the contract blah blah blah, yeah. blah. and for me it was a it was a big life change it was yeah. a, for me it was like wow. I never thought, I'll, I'll see a baby with a lot of numbers on it, you know, <laughs> in terms of contract yeah, and stuff like real. that. So I went back to New Zealand where, uh, where my, my ex-partner and my daughter right. uh, was waiting for me because that's where we actually live anyway. Uh-huh. And It took me f- took three, three weeks and was uh, emailed back and said, look, your visit is ready, so for you to jump on the plane and come. Wow. So they sent me the booking and stuff. It was quite tough too because I had to leave on a boxing day yeah. straight away after christmas okay so my daughter was so young at yeah, the time it's and the family Yeah, it's, but uh they were so happy they were really keen for me to to move on and yeah. it, it is something i really give a lot of credit to my ex-partner as well for understanding the game because yeah, that's actually how we met anyway she was oh. a rugby player okay so she played for the same club at yeah. women's team and, okay. and i play for the men so 2010 uh I have another chance again, blessed to select for Manu Samoa again. Yeah. And that tournament will be held in Samoa. Okay. So that was my first ever time to went back home. What did that feel like? Oh, I, I, for me, when things like that is, I don't really want to think about it too much. Yeah. Because it gave you so emotional right. and things. Yeah. You just want to focus you on, you the, know, focus on the things. But behind all that, you know, my family understand, my family was so proud. I mean, yeah. just... And we had a, a family talk when I got there, all the tears and blah, blah, blah. And then I said, look, I was already growing up as uh because it's, you know, growing up back home, it was so tough for me as well that there was, I don't think even my sibling and everyone around me at the time, they actually believe I could get that far. Yeah. They actually believe that I could become a good rugby player. Yeah. Um But made it that team and go back there and then see me represent am more in front of them it's just it changed their whole world and the way they think of me and and everything around yeah it was That's it was awesome so blessed it was That's so
0: really cool <laughs> cool so i guess I want to ask you a couple more things about your background before yeah. moving to some mlr stuff yeah. so uh so the first time you played proper rugby you just you didn't have any boots or oh or jersey you just uh, had some shorts
1: it was uh man <laughs> First time that I ever... A teacher told me, you've got to play prop. So, for me, I like watch rugby, crawl, rugby, but I don't really know positions. Yeah. So, I just see people go in the scrums and, big, yeah. you know, back then with big, big men. And <laughs> so, always, you know, play with no boots. Yeah. So, they actually... I was in an intermediate and um, we had to play it's just into school. You know, they divided to we called it like a different house names yeah. and colors, yellow, green. So I remember <laughs> uh, the teacher select me to play prop, but yeah, just the short, no no top <laughs> yeah, and benefit. Yeah. So but when we do scrums, off. Oh, if you look at if you if you look at now and think it back yeah. then, it was like, man, it was actually not much that different, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no it was uh, yeah, yeah, so
1: it, huh? oh, it was just so so it's just you you know, in life when you move on, you kinda think, man, I wish I can go back and start again like that. Right. It's just something like it's a blessing and it's just it's just so enjoyable and memory and it's, it's you know it's yeah because most of us island guys we always talk about it because a lot of us grow up like that and, yeah. and that's how we started you know with it's just the shorts and no no jerseys and and bare feet, and it's it's like it's like you playing a rugby right. before the kids yeah for real
0: <laughs> cool and then the other thing I want to ask you about you used to be a Sunday school teacher is that right
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I was never good in uh, you know come in school or you know but i was always good at at sunday school because yeah. i grew up church and my parents are really really into church you know right. we, we we always we have to go to church we grow up we teach all the Bible and everything and then I was finished Sunday school as uh, I think fifteen or sixteen, and then straight away I become a uh, Sunday teacher. school. Okay. Yeah, Sunday school See, teach, teacher. Teaching and, some
0: of your buddies. Uh, that, so <laughs> I,
1: and uh, yeah, so it was oh, it's it's one of those memories, just like man, what a blessing <laughs> life. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I did that for for a couple of years, and then I had to move on when I moved right, to New Zealand. To and uh, yeah, yeah, and it was so funny because uh, I was like, I think a couple of months in school, I was like, man. My life's actually changed, man. Yeah. Uh, I normally in the house with my parents had to go to church and now I'm in school. I mean, around, we, we had to play Saturday, wake up Sunday. Right. I mean, I, I tried to go to church Sunday, but it's, it's not the same as before. Right, it for was, sure. It was a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Now we're kind of moving into some uh, some MLR yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: Can you explain uh, how your path to the Raptors? Like how did the opportunity to come to Denver come about?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it was it was shocked really because um, um, I I play against Pete back in uh, oh, okay. back in New Zealand, you know, and uh, also Steve, we we play against each other back in schools yeah. competition, but uh, Steve, it was. Uh, we play against each other in uh well now they call the Mighty 10 yeah. uh, cup back in new zealand and uh i was for tasman uh B would play for canterbury yeah and um we always uh you know respect had that, that respect uh for each other because you know both position and yes, things sure. but life goes on so i move on and i think bit was still stay here still with canterbury at the time right. and uh he moved to leinster but you know, we when we have Twitter and all those, we always uh, message uh, mm-hmm. back then. But I haven't. I uh, remember him messaging me about back then about oh, if I can retweet something about you know, because now a thing at a the time they try to to promote the mm-hmm. rugby here yeah. with the the new competition. Yeah, so for sure. So that was the last time I actually, I actually pretty much uh, had a chat or heard from BIT. But uh, last year I was doing all sorts of things. I was. Um, had to went back to Samoa and had uh, a talk with the man of Samoa before the World Cup, right. blah, 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 and that thing didn't work out. And then beat message, oh, would you keen to to come and join us? Yeah. So it took a couple of months, I think, to to think about it and had a talk with with family because you know it's hard that yeah
0: moving halfway uh, across
1: the world yeah. again, right? And then uh, now with my new girlfriend and son in France, so it was. It's quite tough so i did uh yeah i answer back to be i say yeah i'm king i'm coming and then yeah they send me the contract and stuff like nice. that and and i think it was it was i think the, the main thing came into mind is just another experience right. in different world and different culture of rugby because i never had a dream of playing professional rugby in america right you know because i mean no disrespect, but no you I, you, you, you don't see america right, as it because just, it's so many sports right and with rugby it's quite tough but to be honest at the moment man the way the this mr going this year yeah. is it's pretty it's pretty up there I reckon. yeah that's yeah. What i was gonna
0: ask what you kind of what you thought of the competition so far man, that you got three yeah. matches under
1: your belt yeah because now when i came well now it's a third year yeah so it's i think the last couple of years probably a bit tough as well because of not many teams right and now we actually had 12 teams but so far i know it's only third week already now we're going to fourth week but i watch a lot of the, the quality of rugby around yeah wow i think it's a lot of people underestimated as well yeah because mm-hmm. i you know I, i'm a person who like to read about rugby and things and i always see you know that side of the world right because they know more rugby and they say oh now they talk about uh bastardo coming here mm-hmm. uh, manono you know rain ranger all those uh yeah. good good rugby guys and people always you see people say oh I think it's going to be so easy for them you know things like that but man I think it's, it's I've, I, don't think I, I don't think it's that easy it's, yeah. it's a very very good uh, good quality rugby and I think uh, everyone came to get into it and that's a really yeah. positive thing for rugby in USA yeah I
0: agree with mm. you and I know too just kind of like you mentioned I worked for MLR these last two years before I came over and just even this year just the amount of coverage that I've yeah. seen like from other publications yep. from all over the world yep. just been like exponentially higher than in the last two definitely, years. So, definitely,
1: definitely yeah. because I, I, before I, I mean, I think a couple of months before I came over, I read a lot of stuff why like how, you know, before, how they prepare for the season and they would talk about, you know, they're they hoping for the the view of the, televi- the televised games that it going up and up yeah. and, and not just that, but around all the home games of each club, you know, they hope the crowd come along, but yeah, the interesting thing that a lot of people like I know through Facebook Instagram and they message they said wow we watch your game it's like Wow, it's just something. It's something really positive for yeah. the t- for the tournament and the MRI as well. Because if people can watch from France, New Zealand, right, uh, even in Samoa, if they found a link uh, to to watch it, and especially in the South, the North Hemisphere as well, right. yeah, there's a lot. Of, you know, people in France that keep emailing and say, "Oh, we watched the game, and we watched the game, uh-huh. even though you lost, but it was a good game." <laughs> yeah. and things like that. But it's just a positive positive news for the for the MRI and going forward. I think.
0: Yeah, I agree with <laughs> mm. you. Uh, okay, kind of moving into some, some more team stuff. So obviously, like you just mentioned, we're going into the fourth week. So yeah. have been the results that you guys have wanted through the first three. What what's in your opinion has kind of been the difference in those <laughs> matches so far?
1: Yeah, I think for me, it's a, it's a quite disappointing because if you think about the first game, yeah, it's like it, it was just we just like give away the win. I mean, no disrespect to to the opposition, yeah, but uh, for yeah. for us personally and. And the way when when I go here and see the boys working hard day in and day out, this it, we the team has been training really hard and try to, to put everything in place. But right. it's it's so disappointed when you go out there and you make a lot of mistake and and you know kind of. But I yeah. think the big thing for me personally is as a forward as well, we try to work. I mean the team is also young as well. Let's don't forget that. Yeah and uh, we, we we still try to you know to to work hard on scrums and, and, yeah. and line out especially scrum because now if you see a lot a uh, few teams we play so far they're quite big people quite yeah. big back and compared to us but like uh, i mean uh, i think last week I, I had a a quiet talk to to my forwards and say look it's not about big and strong it's not yeah. about how good you are it's about what's in your heart right you know and it, you've got to believe what you do and yeah. you just keep working, you, you never give up, you never stop. It's not like we come across a big bag and then say, okay, they're gonna kill us, but right. it's, it's just well, what's in you and how much yeah. you want it so bad. And if we can keep working together and then put everything together, it's it will come it will come along but uh so far yeah it's quite disappointed with the result that we didn't get in our way yeah but uh i believe this team will uh will will come together and and this week is another big but we really need to win we really really need to win and it's all about believing it's all about working together and and cut down the mistakes and that's the main thing and also a big thing is attitude and discipline yeah yeah
0: I mean, that's why I kind of think, though, like, I mean, just based on the, the NOLA game last weekend, like, it feels like things are coming together, and then, yeah. oh that was an unfortunate match as well, just the way that it ended, but it feels, ah. from an outside perspective yeah. especially, it just feels like things yeah. are getting better, and especially, like, the scrums, I thought, yeah. looked a lot better yeah. last week, like, especially down the line at the end of that yeah. match, the scrums actually, like, what was keeping you guys yeah. in the game, like, yeah. forcing turnovers, like, <laughs> forcing uh, NOLA yeah. into penalties, yeah. and so that's just yeah. kind of how I'm feeling after. Yeah, after the first Yeah, three
1: yeah. Weeks. I mean, the huge disappointment for the boys because we see, before I mean, throughout the whole week that you know, we see how how the club prepare the stadium, right? Everything is is for us because they believing in us we're gonna win, and that's yeah. the most the most most disappointing thing is letting them down, because yeah. we also f- you know believing uh-huh. in that we're gonna win and yeah. But uh, I think the the. The main thing that we have to do is start it really really fast and start well because the last three games that's killing us is we we started really slow yeah and especially the first one and last week we started yeah. really really slow and and came back and and i think that's what keep the options in the or not and then become right. a winner at the end of the day because that that, that first 10 minutes or 15 minutes we we kind of we kind of started really, really slow, and I mean, it was good we came back, but it was it was too little, too late. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I think it feels like things are moving the right way. And yeah. I'm excited to watch a match against yeah. Utah this weekend. So. Yeah. All right, Zach, that's really all I had for you. One thing I want to ask you: just how your head was doing after your your clash with with Luke the other week? <laughs> doing okay. He looked. Like, he looked like he came
1: off a little. Worse for wear than. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this is, you know, things always happen in rugby. And uh, yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke is, uh, is a tough man. Yeah, yeah, uh, Very, very. I think he's also a good good leader for this team. And, yeah. But uh, no, everything is feeling good and feeling. But it's not just the game. I mean, we always just smash each other at yeah. training anyway. <laughs> and and no, then it's, yeah. it's a good thing that. Uh, we we also you know try to get a pass out of each other, but uh, it's just hope like no more head knocks during yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, now look forward to the not just this week, but going forward with the club yeah. and with the team. And uh, I believe I believe the talent in this team are so young and so, so so good. It's yeah. just a matter of some time, you know. Like I said to, to to the young forward, you either gotta believe it or realize how good you are. Right. Because all the 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 players that we have, and they all talented, and they are good. Yeah. But sometimes some people they don't realize how good they are, or this, you know, they 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 hide away from mm-hmm. from things. But they they you know this. Sometimes you don't you don't be don't be scared to make mistake, and don't be yeah. scared to you know. I believe in this team, and I really really I'm not saying because I'm here, but yeah. any team I I play for I always loyal to, and yeah. I always can see. And I think being around for so long and playing so many games and playing with so many teams. Yeah. That's, and that's where I learn and I can see in this team is they have the talent, they have the the knowledge, they can but the good thing as well, they like to be coach. So yeah. which is good. Yeah. So I believe in, in the future that uh brave will uh, will continue and then actually finally get the result we wanted.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so too. All right, yeah. Zach, that's all I got for you man. Oh, thank, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Colorado Raptors prop Zachariah he uh, He's a fun guy to talk to. I enjoyed talking to him really nice. Um, so keep an eye out for him on the pitch this season. I know we went a little longer than my interviews regularly go, so I'll keep it short here on the back end. I'll just say again, remember to check out my written coverage at the DNVR.com. If you haven't checked out my interview with the director of rugby, Mark Bullock, from Tuesday a couple days ago, make sure to go do that. I really enjoyed that conversation as well. I thought uh, Mark had a lot of interesting things to say. Cleared up a lot of the questions that you guys have sent in uh, on that note. Remember to keep on sending in questions on Twitter. I think I'm going to have a mailbag podcast out later this week. So if you want your question answered about rugby, about MLR, about um, the Raptors, something you've seen in one of the matches, make sure you do that. So keep following on Twitter, at uh, excuse me, at DMVR underscore Raptors. Follow my personal account, at Colton Strickler. Um, thank you to everyone who's been participating in the ticket giveaways. I think we announced winners for that today. I'm recording this on a Thursday. So it's cool to see that. I'm glad to see people interested, want to come out and check out the team, check out the game. Um, if you are there, make sure to shoot me a tweet. I'll love to come say hello. I think everybody who went last week had a good time. I like to see that. So. Just a reminder, the match will kick off on Saturday at 4 p.m. at Infinity Park. It'll be a full day of rugby. Um, I think we have Falcons rugby from Colorado Springs taking on East High School. Um, I think Gates open for that at 1. and That match kicks off at 2. And then the Raptors play at 4. So if you're interested in just come watching some rugby all day, Infinity Park's the place to be. Tickets are 20 bucks. It will be broadcast on coloradoraptors.com. Um, and again, I'll get more into that on my, on my show tomorrow. So that's my show, guys. Hope you had a great day. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you tomorrow.